What a fun episode we have planned for you today, my friends. You are going to love meeting the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. Philip Reed. Stay tuned to hear more. What superhero do you relate to most? I'm so curious. Why? Each of us has our own innate nuclear power. It's God-given. And yet, we're all out here wondering, searching, forgetting, and suppressing. I know I was. It's okay. No judgments here. But I am going to get real. As a life and career coach, it's kind of my job. And you chose the show, so no one is forcing you. But the force is real. And the question I really want to ask is, what's your superpower? I'm Sharon Davenport. I've been called a real-life Wonder Woman. This show is designed to activate you alongside other superheroes. It's time that you arise, put your cape on, and fly. Born in Jamaica, he migrated to the United States when he was 14 and was leading worship at the age of 15. Dr. Philip Reed is a guy you will want to get to know. Philip graduated with a degree in arts and marketing, which came in really handy as, like many of us, he was furloughed during the pandemic of 2020. This actually opened the door for Philip to follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit and create the show, A Bishop's Corner, where numerous guests come on and are interviewed and, and discuss some hot topics sometimes on those episodes. Philip is the founder and CEO of Phoenix National Network, LLC. He's a president and visionary of the already discussed Bishop's Corner. He's a podcast platform developer, co-producing 15 different programs, as well as a digital marketing manager. He's who I call the man behind the curtain of my show here, too. And Philip, he has two children, Aaron, with his former wife of 10 years, and he has a precious daughter with his lovely wife, who is who he's been married to for seven years now, Minister Dr. Darnell Reed. He is a servant of God and com a committed husband, devoted father, and a loyal friend. Welcome, Dr. Phil, not to be confused with the other bald guy. <laughs> oh. I, I think it's very, it would be very hard to confuse the both of us. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And hey, guys, in case you were wondering, I did ask Chris permission to say that before I said it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, Sharon, thanks for having me on your show. Absolutely. I've been wanting to for a while now and just glad that it worked out. And so, uh, as you well know, the first question I get to ask all of the guests that we have on here is, who is your favorite superhero and why? Okay, so... <laughs> I have several, of course, because, you know, mm -hmm. I am a serious nerd. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> so when you ask me that question, I have a roster of superheroes to choose from. And, of course, uh, in the old Phil-esque way, I chose a supervillain somewhat, and that was uh, Magneto. Oh. Primarily because Magneto is somewhat conflicted. He's a good guy. He's trying to do right by the people around him. 
you know, mm -hmm. by protecting them. His whole motivation is to protect, right. but, and, and he's very aggressive about how he goes about doing it. And so sometimes it's a hit and miss with him. And I just love his, the desire he has to do the right thing. Uh, and his friend is Xavier, right? Mm -hmm. Who is yep. very calm, very balanced, is always the one kind of like showing him, hey man, you know, uh, I love what you're doing, but you're, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you need to try something new, right? And he just kind of pulls him down and says, mm -hmm. okay, here's a go. And I feel like I have both guys in, in my, in my being. You know, <laughs> I love you know, it. I love it. So you have the, the, the superhero and the super villain, you know, yeah. it, both of them are, are right there. That's, that's a fun new oh, take right on, there. Yeah. on this question. <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, and, and I love how, you know, and it's true. Magneto did, he wanted to protect people. He just, yeah. and, and his people and his, his kind, but yet sometimes it was very overly aggressive and he ended up hurting people. Um, right. But that shares a little bit about your character too, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> we could go deep into that. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Ransom and I went deep into some stuff. Too. Yes, yes, I get to I get to meet Phil through my amazing husband Ransom. They became fast friends and brothers. Like they're like, holy cow, we think we were separated at birth. So it's Absolutely. been. <laughs> Um, it's been a joy to, to also personally get to know you as well. So, so I'm curious, we talked about Magneto and, and Xavier, but, um, so what would you say is your superpower and, and how do you use it in your day to day? Okay. So leave one of my greatest superpowers is connecting people. Hmm. I love two things I love to do mm -hmm. like Magneto. I love helping people and I love connecting people. I feel like, I don't feel like there any, anything is by accident right. and God puts you in places to meet people and to make connection, to form relationships. Mm -hmm. And I believe that strongly. I think that sometimes we uh, forget our purpose is connected mm -hmm. to people. Ooh, I right. love that. Um, Our purpose yeah. is connected to people. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's the mission. The mission is to people. And so um, we always have to look for ways to serve one another. 100%. Yeah, find the good in each other, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Which is sometimes very hard to do. But uh, yeah, it's something that we just have to, to work towards doing. So I feel like that's my superpower. I, I'm an optimist turned up. <laughs> yeah, well, I love optimism turned optimist turned up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you look at you look beside optimist, my picture shows up and it go. says, you know, yeah, extreme optimist. Right. I because I, I believe that there's mm. enough negative. Yes, there is. There's enough negative to work from. So if, if even if you're just being over positive, it still balances out the amount of negative you're going to get back. Mm -hmm. Right. And receive from everything that you're trying to do. So, yeah, that's that's what I think my superpower is. 
100%. And when I was thinking about today and I was thinking about about what you and and I definitely put connector um networker networker yeah. is what I said. And, and that is definitely what came up with as one of your definite superpowers and so, you know, as founder of the Phoenix National Programming Network, um, you know, the, the there have I have two parts to this question. Okay. Was the name Phoenix from the X-Men? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you caught me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Huge Phoenix fan. Like I said, I'm a nerd of all of you. Watching. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been reading comic books since I was like four years old. So, yeah. Mm. So the Phoenix, my aunt's name, get this. My mm -hmm. aunt's name is Jean Grey. Are you okay. serious? Not kidding you. That's Not great. kidding you. Okay, so her name is Jean Grey. Of course, when I saw it in the comic books, I was like, oh my goodness, my auntie is an X-Men. You know? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, but it also kind of like I I I was correlating it to how it kind of resembles Christ, right? Mm -hmm. It's restorative. It's it's yeah. a it's a symbol of bringing things back to life, right? Dreams that were dead, bringing it back mm -hmm. to life. Things that people thought they couldn't do. Yes, you know, it turns out you actually can do it. You know, um, and that's the whole point of the network is right. to say. I heard so many people say, "Yeah, I'd love to do a podcast." What well, do you can, and mm -hmm. it's affordable. Right? It's it's not like right. you have to pay the you know you have to get all this stuff and go through all of this training and everything like that. You know it it costs a bit if you're going to do podcasting, right? right. But right. it's it's such a dream that so many people have that I feel I want to help them fulfill because my my innermost motto is everyone has a voice, right? Yes. You have something to share. You have something that you can contribute to society. And that's really the foundation of this all is to bring positive Christian programs to the forefront. And uh, even if you're, even if you're not like a hundred percent Christian program, but you're, you have a positive message that can help people, right. you know, uh, like you're an entrepreneur, definitely uh, this is for you. I love it. And that, that was actually part of my second question. I mean, second part oh, of my question okay. is sharing a little bit about your, your company with us and you, you went right into that. So thank you. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I love, I love that you are, um, you are being a safe place for positive messages to be able to be broadcast out into the world, whether it's um, on video or on podcasting. And that's, it's a gift. It is so needed. Um, and knowing that, that it's um, safe space here, which is really great too. So, um, so I, I know and love you and I, uh, and, but I realized I don't know your whole story and I oh. heard you have kind of a pretty amazing one of how God kind of turned your life around and kind of put you in on your current path, your current mission. Can you share a little bit of your story with us? Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. I would love to. And I can bet I know who told you about it. <laughs> 
Mm, a little birdie. Mm, a little birdie, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, okay. Um, well, okay, so I will start from, like, 2009. Mm -hmm. um, when, well, uh, okay. <laughs> All right, so it was like, I was in real estate at one point, 2007, okay. and mm -hmm. uh, I was doing well, but I was a, in a pretty rebellious state, right? Mm -hmm. In the sense where I would go to church, but I didn't want to be involved, right? I just sure. want to go, be a good Christian, hallelujah, go home, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. that was my that was my goal and then i just wanted to just focus on being in real estate make some money you know make my family comfortable and all that and one day i was going down to pick up a check mm -hmm. from in uh in uh some place close to nashville i was in nashville at the time okay and on my way i got in a car accident oh Mm -hmm. Very bad accident. The car was totaled. I Ooh. basically had to crawl out my door, and I I oh, wow. was in the middle of the highway. There was somebody's cooler fell out of their car, and oh, no. I had to swerve. I, there was a family in front of me, and because I didn't want to hit their van, yeah, I swerved away and hit the guardrail. And there was a cop just just right there seeing everything. Oh, right. Wow. So he saw me run into the rail. I get out of the car. I'm basically just kind of like flustered a little bit. And I'm sitting on the side of the road and the police officer came over to me and he was like, well, uh, you okay? Everything okay? Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, yeah, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. And I don't remember half of what I said. Right. Do... Go ahead. What was that? No, I said, right. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah, going. yeah, you know. But he started talking to me and he said, so, you know, what's your name? And I said, well, my name is Phil. He said, so um, what's your last name? Reed. And I started spelling out. So he asked me to spell out a few things. And all of a sudden I see his face change. And I'm, I'm looking at him like, hey, are you okay? He goes, yeah. He said, I just feel convicted that I have to go back to church. I have to bring my family back to church. And I said, what did you get? What did you get from what I said that brought that to you? He goes, everything you said was pertaining to the Bible. And he said, I haven't brought my family to church ever since we got, my wife and I got married. And huh. he said, but now you see, he's like this moment, I saw what, he saw what happened to me. Mm -hmm. Right. And this moment really brought conviction to him to bring his family back to church. Wow. And that's, and now, and now, now look at it. I'm in the state of, I don't want to be in ministry, <laughs> right? I'm running for ministry. And right. this happens to where I bring, you know, the situation. On your way to pick a check. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm going back and, you know, I'm realizing Oh my goodness, I am on the total wrong track. Wow. And it was in that moment I realized that I have really no control over anything. 
Hmm. I in that moment, before that moment, I felt like I could dictate what's going to happen tomorrow. Okay, hmm. um, you know, I was listening to you have the you have the power to control your life, right? right. You know the motivational tapes, right? Mm -hmm. All of that, all the all of that went through the door because mm. in one moment God showed me, you can have a plan, but I have the master plan. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yes. And I could have died that moment, and every single plan that I have is flushed down the toilet, <laughs> right? And so yep. I had to ask, you know, you ask yourself the question. That that's where you ask yourself a question, right? If I died. Mm-hmm. What would be the condition of my soul in that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Where would I live? Where would I be in eternity? Right. And I, I, I in my heart, I already knew the answer. Ooh. Yeah. Right. In yeah. my heart, I already knew the answer. So I went home and I said, "Got to change a few things." Hmm. And I, I mean, I was from that moment on, it was, uh, I was not compromising anything. Wow. And so that actually led up to my divorce from mm. my first marriage. Sure. And I came back to New Jersey mm -hmm. and New Jersey, I was in New York at the time. And mm -hmm. uh, while I was in New York, I got this vision of, starting the Phoenix National Network. Mm -hmm. And I said, and at the time I'm going through this horrible like divorce and right. I'm like, I am, I'm in this discombobulated kind of thing. And the Lord right. brings this idea and I go, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, you had me at, you know, surviving a car accident. So <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> kind of big. Uh-huh. So at this point, I, I'm gonna listen to whatever you tell me because mm -hmm. I got the point. I got the point, right? Uh and even though I was really going through a lot of hurt and pain, I still heard, you know, understood what he wanted me to do. So I went to the I went to get it registered and everything. And I started Phoenix National Business Group had no idea what i was doing 100 percent. go ahead go ahead so so that was because that was that was a while ago and then you actually it seems like in the last couple of years that things have taken off a little bit more for you with this but Absolutely. yet yeah i'm getting to that point i'm getting started there. a while yeah. ago yeah. yes exactly it started it that was like that was a seed right it started mm -hmm. back then and, you know, but I, I, when I say I started, I started really not knowing, but those who are looking to start a business, just start. Mm -hmm. That's why I yes. advice to you. Just start. Just mm -hmm. stop thinking. Don't think about it so much uh, because it may not be overnight. You may not have success overnight, make money overnight, but at least you started and you're getting the concept in, right? That mm -hmm. you want that, that God put in your heart to do. And every vision has relevance. I learned that too on my journey. Mm -hmm. Every vision yeah. has relevance. So you don't know who you're going to be blessing in the future when you, when God tells you to start at a certain point. 
you know. So I went on, I went on um, Craigslist, got my first camera, you know, and I was like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. And my list was, whoosh, okay, I'm gonna get started. Mm -hmm. And I went to my first networking meeting, Ooh. and I started meeting people, shaking hands, you know. <laughs> I, the socialite came out, and right. I was like, taking business cards. Hey, yeah, yeah, give me all your business cards. I'll follow up with you. <laughs> And um, people ask every every time. Here's the thing: every time somebody asks me, "What do you do?" Mm -hmm. I told them something different. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I tell people, you know, when people ask me what I do, I said, "Hmm, it depends on the day and sometimes the hour, <laughs> because of all the different things." But then also, God is starting to bring some things. Narrow, right, it. exactly. He, really, exactly. he does, and, and and that's with continual surrender to Him. I, I believe that He uh, He starts to give us that direction. And as and as we've talked about before, is you know sometimes in carrying the old lantern, uh, we only get to see that one next step in front of us, right? And and so it's yes. like so you were figuring it out while you were having those meetings and networking. It sounds like, and that's sometimes the best opportunity to just connect with people and then you get to know them and and because you are a connector and a networker you you get yes. to point people in 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 point like when you meet somebody oh you need to meet you need to meet ransom because ransom does this and he could help you oh right. well ransom you need to meet you know you need to meet philip because in yes that's what's beautiful yes. about networking yes and i love that and um Yes, but the, also the another thing that happened, Sharon, is that I started meeting mentors. Ah, yes. You know, because because of course, like I said, I have no clue what I was doing. <laughs> so I, I mean, technically, I had technical skills and I had all these different mm -hmm. skills and gifts that I wanted to feature and put out there. But you know, yeah, it can't you can't be a master of everything, right? Right. And so I started meeting, I started, God started putting me in front of people that mm. would form my business and form my destiny and form my nice. purpose, right? Start putting me together. And eventually, uh, in 2015 is when I really carried, it really started just to take form. Nice. Somebody asked me what I did. It was consistent. I build this. And I do that, right? Nice. And yeah. that was it. He, I mean, uh, one one gentleman sat down with me and he said, "Your your business has to have a focus, mm -hmm. right?" It's just like yeah. you go to the doctor, you try to find out what does he specialize in, right? right. Because there's so many things that he could be great at, but what is his thing, right? And so right. He, he said to me, he said, "You have to have your thing. What's your thing?" And mm -hmm. so I started. Developing my thing. This is what I do. Somebody asked me. I had five different points. Dot 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 dot. Mm -hmm. So it's not overwhelming, you know. Right. And that's real. That's how it's. It took me 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, seven years. Seven years right. to get just that structure done. And then I was doing it part time because I was a stylist at. You know, Nordstrom's, Neiman Marcus, all of that. Right? We got to go shopping together. We got to go shopping together. Oh, yes. oh. okay. Yeah. I, 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 let's do that. Okay. <laughs> I'll come to New York, um, you know, and, and we'll go shopping together. Um, we'll go there we go. Yeah. 
We got to get a real expensive stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. I'll be like, Lord, bring the abundance and we'll get there. Yes. We'll put it as a future date. Yeah, so, yeah, I was doing it. I was doing this in part time at the time. So uh, after, you know, a while, of course, this was like 2020. I was like mm -hmm. kind of ready, getting ready to no. Wait, when did COVID start? 2020, right? 2020, yeah, March, in, right. in March. Mm -hmm. So I was working at Neiman Marcus, and I was getting ready to close the business. You know, mm -hmm. I was, it was still part time. Yeah, it was still part time, and I was like, okay, I don't see the traction I want. Mm -hmm. I don't see. I'm not full time in business yet. It's four years. Five, I gave myself five years. Mm -hmm. Here I am still with the plan thing, right? I yeah. gave myself five years, five years, nothing happened. So I'm going to call it quits now. And I'm going to work for Neiman Marcus full time because I just got a promotion. Wow. Yeah. March of 2020. Mm -hmm. Boom. Yep. Furloughed. Everybody go home, COVID hits, and I'm home. The, it was like maybe a week before, uh, a week after I decided to shut things down. I was telling everybody, <laughs> yes, you know, I'm no longer going to be doing that. Yes, you know, a week after that, furlough mm -hmm. shuts down, and I am home binge-watching movies. Right. Right. And how right. long can you still do that? <laughs> well, and, and you know, it's, I know I've said this before on our show, but it's, it's when, when man plans, God laughs. Right. And, and he, <laughs> right. And, and it's, it's, he's been preparing you back seven years prior to, for such a time as this, for you to be able to, because, because what people may not know is that you, you had since 2020, you've launched a Bishop's Corner, which has gone all over the place, has had some incredible guests, um, is still going super strong now and, uh, is a really great platform. You also, you're, you're helping to pod, helping, you know, 15 shows and, and, and it came from a seed that God planted seven years prior to 2020, him knowing that that he needed to get your attention with that car wreck for you to change or transform your life, surrender it all to him. Then you open the Phoenix, you know, network. And then seven years later, because he had to do some work in you in that process too. And right when you're about to shut it down, he goes, oh, no, 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 no. And then, and then, so it's, that's just such, that's how God works sometimes. It's just, that, yeah. That Incredible. is exactly, that is exactly what God would do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly if we would. allow him, if we if surrender we and we allow him and, and aren't his ways so much better. Look at all the other people that you have, you get to know, look how you, you get to have time with your daughter, the, all the things you get to do now that if you were working full time with your promotional job at Neiman Marcus, you would have missed out on so many people and so many opportunities and so yeah. many experiences. Yes. And so what a gift it is. Can <laughs> we allow God to move? I couldn't have said that better. Could not have said that better because I was just 
it was just amazing. Sharon, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. When God is in it, yeah. and it works. It just works. Right. Everything you need gets provided when you need it. And I said that to my wife the other day. I said, I said, every time we need something, it's just like in previous, what we did on the previous recording. Yeah. Whenever you need something, mm -hmm. all you have to do is ask. And what, surrender. Surrender. That it's really, it's, it's yeah. really is, is okay. Okay. I'm no, well, for me now, <laughs> I am yeah. not coming up with another plan. <laughs> <Tell me. laughs> right? Okay. It's surrender and ask. Ask, ask, I, seek, and knock. There's, there's I, right, like ask, exactly, exactly. There's a hundred Matthew seven seven. You know, asking it be shall be given to you. Seeking you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open to you. I mean, classic one. That was the first verse that God gave me. And so when I start asking for stuff, I'm like, Lord, you gave me to this when I was a little girl. So you told me to ask. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What, no, here, no here's the other. No, here's what I'm saying. Like, primarily, my ask now is, "What's the plan?" I love That's it. my ask. Yes, my ask exactly. is, "What's the plan?" Because I, yes. it was, it's been several times that my plan has been just like pop, pop, pop. Yeah, Phil. Oh, go ahead. What was that plan? <laughs> Again, Not happening. Man plans, oh, God laughs. Have another plan. <laughs> right. But his ways are yeah. so much higher than our ways. Absolutely. Uh, they really truly are. And when we when we do walk, start to to walk that out, we start to see and and for somebody like me or uh, you know, I don't know about you, but who is stubborn and it's like, no, I gotta make this happen. And he's just like, No, 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 just give it to me, right? <laughs> Oh, I see the, 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 oh, yeah, I say, yeah, we hit it there. <laughs> oh, Sharon. Yep. That is the absolute truth. The make it happen guy is right. Still here. God is still, God is still working it out. All right. He, He's still working out the making it happen guy because, uh, I, and girl, trust me. And girl. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm right there with yes. you. We're, yes. we're in it together. <laughs> uh, that I'm a work in progress and I keep having to take that class, you know? Yep. Uh, I'm going to take control. This is going to boom, boom, you know? And, but then I keep remembering the plan, you know, get the plan first. Right. Before you move, but move and don't move and then ask about the plan. Ask for the plan and then move. Right. right. And so, sometimes that's... he sometimes he has us take a couple steps before he reveals mm. the next step of the plan <clears throat> to us. But but it's if we're continuing to ask, I believe he honors that as we're stepping. Mm. That if we're Absolutely. continuing to surrender and even if we don't feel like we have the exact whole plan set out in front of us, then but he as we start to step, he's going to reveal that next step to us because that's that's he he desires for us to to be in health and to be successful and to live a, the abundant life. And, um, and that's a whole nother probably episode we could go into here. <laughs> yes, um, yes. But, 
we'll have to do this again another time, obviously, because there's so much more that I'd, I'd love to to ask and let the audience hear around um, story and the different aspects. But I wanted you guys to meet the man behind the curtain. And um, of course, the man, the myth, the legend. I had to put that in there, too. Uh <laughs> I started oh. laughing when you said that. I know. Oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> That's a little inside joke for those of you listening between Ransom with my husband and, and Phil. So, um, but thank you, Phil, so much for, for sharing with us today and part of your story and your wisdom and and just really appreciate you and everything that you do behind the scenes for, for myself and um, all those others that you serve and that may not, not um, say thank you so much. I want to just thank you for that. And um, for those listening, you can find Phil at philipreed.org. Um, you can check his information out there. And um, yes, thank you, for those, everyone, for listening and for tuning in. And of course, we will be back with our next amazing modern day superhero in about two weeks. Until then, and as always, go use your unique superpower to change someone's life for the better today. Thank you again, Phil. And bye for now, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.